Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Where Would We Go? Part 2. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we're so thankful. You're such a great, merciful, loving God. We come to you today ready for more of you, Father. We know your word is a living thing. It's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. The entrance of your word gives light. Father, we come hungry for more of the light today to be a brighter light ourselves in this end of the end times we live in. So we choose to listen, obey, and to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today again about where would we go. The disciples asked Jesus this question after things got tough and confusing and many of Jesus' followers left him. We also reviewed how in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, God shows us that the natural unbelieving man does not accept the things, the teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. It is so important in these end times to trust God and be on fire for him. Let's start today and again read John chapter 6 from the Passion Translation, verse 67. So Jesus said to his twelve, And you, do you also want to leave? Verse 68a, Peter spoke up and said, But Lord, where would we go? Folks, it appears that the apostles were thinking about where could we go? Is there another option here? But of course, we know that they stayed with Jesus. Some of us may have had a rough day in our Christian walk and thought about other options. But of course, none of those options are good. In fact, they are all really bad. We're going to continue today in John chapter 6 from the easy-to-read Bible. In the beginning and middle parts of this chapter, Jesus was healing the sick and doing all these great things. And then he fed 5,000 men and also women and children with five barley loaves and two fish. And then they saw Jesus walking on the water. Then in verse 27, Jesus encourages them to get excited about the eternal things, the spiritual things, not the natural things. Then in verse 40, Jesus said that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him has eternal life. I will raise them up on the last day. This is what my Father wants. My friends, this agitated the worldly people in those days, and it does today also. Let's start today where we finished yesterday in verses 41 and 42. Verse 41, Some Jews began to complain about Jesus because he said, I am the bread of life that comes down from heaven. 42, they said, This is Jesus. We know his father and mother. He is only Joseph's son. How can he say, I came down from heaven? Folks, the religious and intellectual folks, then and nowadays, are looking at the natural things and trying to use their own wisdom and questioning and saying, why are Jesus and his people saying he is the only way? These are non-tolerant people, and on and on. Let's continue today in verse 43. But Jesus said, stop complaining to each other. 44, the Father is the one who sent me, and he is the one who brings people to me. I will raise them up on the last day. Anyone the Father does not bring to me cannot come to me. 45, it is written in the prophets, God will teach them all. People listen to the Father and learn from him. They are the ones who come to me. 
46, I don't mean that there is anyone who has seen the Father. The only one who has ever seen the Father is the one who came from God. He has seen the Father. 47, I can assure you that anyone who believes has eternal life. 48, I am the bread that gives life. 49, your ancestors ate the manna God gave them in the desert, but it didn't keep them from dying. 50, here is the bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will never die. 51, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my body. I will give my body so that the people in the world can have life. 52, then the Jews began to argue among themselves. They said, how can this man give us his body to eat? Folks, here it is, the religious people creating doubt in the world about Jesus. How can this man give us his body to eat? Remember, the things of God are foolishness unto men. They are trying to figure out Jesus with their head knowledge and their religious beliefs, which are cast in concrete, like many religious traditions today. Verse 53 Jesus said, Believe me when I say that you must eat the body of the Son of Man and you must drink his blood. If you don't do this, you have no real life. 54. Those who eat my body and drink my blood have eternal life. I will raise them up on the last day. 55. My body is true food and my blood is true drink. 56. Those who eat my body and drink my blood live in me and I live in them. 57. The Father sent me. He lives, and I live because of him. So everyone who eats me will live because of me. 58. I am not like the bread that your ancestors ate. They ate that bread, but they still died. I am the bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. 59. Jesus said all of this while he was teaching in the synagogue in the city of Capernaum. 60. When Jesus' followers heard this, Many of them said, this teaching is hard. Who can accept it? My friends, this is the world today. What do you mean we have to eat his body and drink his blood? They don't understand spiritual things. What do you mean I can't have sex outside of marriage? What do you mean only men and women can marry? What do you mean I can't eliminate this problem baby in my body? What do you mean you can't believe on another God? All doubts created by the master of deception, Satan, the God of this earth, that many are worshiping today, even religious leaders are worshiping the earth today. 60. Jesus already knew that his followers were complaining about this, so he said, Is this teaching a problem for you? 62. Then what will you think when you see the Son of Man going up to where he came from? 63. It is the spirit that gives life. The body is of no value for that. But the things I have told you are from the spirit, so they give life. 64, but some of you don't believe. Jesus knew the people who did not believe. He knew this from the beginning, and he knew that the one who would hand him over to his enemies. 65, Jesus said, that is why I said, anyone the Father does not help to come to me cannot come. 66. After Jesus said these things, many of his followers left and stopped following him. Folks, there you go. Many of Jesus' followers in that day left and stopped following him. 
The excitement wore off. The spiritual things were too crazy for them. The same thing often happens in today's times. The things we just mentioned about marriage and babies, etc. And then you want me to fast? You want me to go to church every week? You want me to give my money to the church? You want me to pray in tongues? You want me to help at the church for free, etc., etc.? They say, that is it. I'm leaving this church or this Christianity, and I'll figure out where else to go. Verse 67, Jesus asked the twelve apostles, Do you want to leave too? Verse 68a, Simon Peter answered him, Lord, where would we go? So my friends, it seems that Simon Peter and the disciples are thinking, should we leave too? Where would we go to? But thankfully, they didn't leave Jesus. Verse 68, you have the words that give eternal life. We believe in you. We know that you are the Holy One from God. Folks, when you know that you know that you know that Jesus gives eternal life, you don't want to go anywhere else. We'll just stick with Jesus through everything, even through the horrible losses in the lives of family members, sicknesses, betrayals, the persecution of Christians in the times we are in. We just keep pressing forward with Jesus. 70. Then Jesus answered, I chose all 12 of you, but one of you is a devil. 71. He was talking about Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Judas was one of the 12 apostles, but later he would hand Jesus over to his enemies. My friends, don't be discouraged when one of the famous preachers goes off the rails or a famous Christian singer leaves Christianity, etc. Jesus had his own Judas, and we'll have some too. We just need to answer the question, where would we go besides following Jesus? And the answer should be, nowhere else. I'm following Jesus forever and ever. He is my rock. He is my Savior. He is my salvation. Praise God forevermore. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're our rock. You're our salvation, Father. We choose not to go anywhere, to continue to follow you every day the rest of our lives, Father. We choose to be a bright light in this dark world, Father, to lead people to Jesus because we're light, Father, and you work with us, it says in Mark 16. So we thank you for it. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.